Welcome to the AFLW Fantasy Podcast. And I'm, as always, here with Bainey. Bainey, how you going, mate? Fantastic. How are you, Michael? I'm awesome. We've got a very special guest today. Yep. We've, uh, we've got Mim from the Fremantle Football Club, the Ruckman over there. How are you going, Mim? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Good. Excellent, excellent, excellent. It's good, it's good to have you. Uh, now, obviously, we're going to talk a bit about uh, AFLW Fantasy specifically, um, but do you want to just tell us a little bit about your career so far in the AFLW and how that's going? Yeah, so um, I've been playing um, AFLW for probably five or six years and um, got drafted um, at the end of my schooling, so at 18, to Freo Dockers um, with their second pick, which I was, um, yeah, very, very lucky and very fortunate to be picked up by such an amazing club and um, have been playing here ever since. So the last going into my fourth season now, wow. Um, yeah. yeah, fourth season, kind of um, been carrying the the ruck load for maybe two of them and then um, have had some help the last few years, which has been really great. Um, but, yeah, and no, I play 21 for um, Frio in, in the ruck. Nice. And, um, yeah, I think it's 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 Ty, isn't it, that's your, the backup ruck over there? Uh, yeah, we originally did have um, Ty. She's um, been pushed more to the forward line. They've stolen her a bit, um, <laughs> but also a backup from, um, you know, the likes of her, Roxy Roo, um, Sarah Wilstra has been really, really great. Yep, nice. And can you tell us uh, how the extent of your fantasy knowledge? How far does it go? <laughs> well, I know I know people create um, a fantasy team based on the points, and you yep. get yep. so many points um, per thing you do. I guess mm-hmm. so, like yep. tackle certain points. I'm guessing mark certain points, but um, I've never created um, a team myself, but it sounds pretty cool. And um, I know the, the men have had it for a while and we're only just starting to get into the women's one, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So the, oh, I mean, I've been playing men's fantasy for, if, I think it's maybe 17 or 18 years. So <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> uh, yeah. a very long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the women's, the women's fantasy comp just started up last season and uh, it was, it was, it was great. So uh, I think there was a lot of people, myself included, that like I watched a little bit of AFLW, but weren't wasn't very familiar with a lot of the players. Um, but I've since, you know, I, I I could rattle off most players on most lists in the AFLW now. So yeah, it's been really good. Uh, but yeah, that's the gist of it. You you know you you have a salary cap and you pick a bunch of players uh, within that salary cap and whatever they do on field, they get points for, and it's about trying to compete against everyone else to get more points. And uh, Fremantle were, were, I think, the most – they had the most picks out of every club in the comp last year. They had the most fantasy-relevant players, so. Wow, that's that's pretty cool to hear. I mean, you've got, also, obviously, you've got Turbo, right? So yeah, uh, you, yeah. Would, you would know you firsthand, yeah, how amazing – Ka- Yeah, Kiara Bowers, <laughs> she was the most picked player at the start of the season last year, and she was basically everybody's captain, which, which doubles wow. – your, your captain, the, their points are doubled. So she oh, was okay. she was captain of I think like ninety percent of teams covering one. So <laughs> right. um, as as she would be, of yeah. course. No, that, that's great to hear. It's also like bringing um, supporters, obviously, like yourself. Yep. Now you're well invested into the AFLW space. If we can get more people um, jumping on board, that that's amazing, and they get to have a bit of fun while they do it. That's yeah, right. absolutely. I like I'm a for the men's comp, I'm a Saints supporter, but um I've actually found myself barracking for like I wasn't really I didn't really feel a, much of a 
uh, I don't know, support for the Saints women's team. And I've actually found myself supporting some of the other teams just because of fantasy. So I think I had four four Freo players and three Adelaide players last year. So I was really, like I was watching every Freo and Adelaide game really passionately, which is cool. That's great. I've met a few people who are, who say, um, you know, they're not quite um, Dockers men supporters, but they support the women. So yep, yep. Um, I'm happy for anyone that can jump on board the, the women's <laughs> train. Maybe we'll get them over to the men's eventually. That's right. That's right. My, my older sister lives in Perth and she's a Dockers fan, obviously. And, oh, amazing. Um, yeah, she got me into supporting Dockers as well. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, behind you know, girls. I think I think Freo have a bit of a leg up on West Coast as well. Unlike the men's comp, you guys are obviously <laughs> been quite successful. Um, plus, having some of the premier yep. players in the competition, right? especially in fantasy, um, you guys are, like I said, by far the most relevant team. There was, um, you know, Gabby O'Sullivan, Ebony Antonio, Haley Miller were all, I think, in like the top fifteen most popular players in the comp last season. Yep. Um, yep. And as for the Ruck Mim. Uh, it was a, a pretty interesting position. Uh, obviously, most of the midfielders get the points when it comes to fantasy. Um, so I think a lot of people had a lot of rookie rucks last year. Uh, so there's a bit of a salary cap, so they were starting. They were having rucks that were like first year players, which was a bit yeah. of a, a bit of a struggle. They were kind of in and out of their teams. So this year, I think the ruck is going to be a, a very hot topic. Uh, how do you think you're going to go this year? Do you think we can pick you or not? Oh, I hope he will pick me, but, um, you know, it's I am coming into my fourth season. Hopefully I've got something to bring to it, maybe a fantasy team or the real team, of course. Um, no, no, but, fantasy team is more important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course, especially on the phone. Um, <laughs> no, nah, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it makes sense that um, the rocks weren't really uh, looked at too much for the last year, probably. I'd say, I, I mean, it's it's... It's such an important position, um, you know, when you really think about it, you know, it starts off the game and, um, you know, it's at every every centre bounce. I think um, the rucks that can play more than a ruck, you know, you know that extra midfielder, which um, I'm definitely trying trying my best to do, are going to be the ones you, you want to pick. So I'll, yeah. I'll be um, trying my best to um, do that for the team and get on everyone's um, fantasy team too. Yeah, well, I mean, your, your ruck coach, is it still Aaron Sandlands? Uh, I, I was fortunate enough to have um, Aaron uh, with me uh, for my first year, but uh, recently I've had uh, Jonathan Griffin, who um, used to play for us um, a f- few years few years ago now, but yeah. um, he's been really amazing, you know, worked with Sandy, um, trained with Sandy's Ruck as well. So, yeah, yeah. so it's um, I'm grateful for any sort of coaching I get, but he's been really, really um, amazing with the Ruck work. Yeah, that's really good. I know Sandy was um, – he was like – he and Dean Cox were basically the trailblazers for the modern Ruckman yeah. in the men's comp, you know, being, like you said, more than just the tap Ruckman, but really getting involved around the ground. And for fantasy, that was gold. Um, there's a bit of a saying in men's fantasy, which is set and forget with your Rucks. You want to pick, because, you know, the sort of the tumultuous way that rookie Rucks are in and out of the game, you really want to just pick the best two Rucks and kind of leave them there for the year. Um, now you, I think... I think he might have actually averaged like the second or third most disposals out of all rucks last oh, season. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, like as a, you know, out of the main uh, number one rucks for each team. Um, yeah. When I think you might have been maybe the ninth highest fantasy scoring ruck. So yeah. it's really interesting to see who people pick. Um, hey, do you feel like you're going to improve this year as far as your around the ground work? Because that's really where the fantasy points come from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, um, everyone, everyone aims to improve. Um, 
whether they're, you know, the best or the worst. Like Kiara Barrows always has um, stuff she's working on and um, likewise the rest of the team. So I'll definitely be trying to build on. I feel like I've been building um, with my second season, obviously had an unfortunate injury that slowed me down a little bit. But, um, yeah, just been building from last season. And it really does take, like, pre-season after pre-season to get that strength, to get that running. Um, So I've hit a few PBs um, on the track and um, in the gyms, which I'm really excited about. Yep. Um, so hopefully I can, you know, keep improving and then um, working on the ruck work, um, not just the, the tapping, but like you said, around the ground. I just try and, yeah, um, train like I am an extra midfielder and hopefully that'll, um, that'll nice. bump up the, the, the scores for the team. <laughs> but I also have my fantasy scores now. <laughs> nice, nice. That's what we want to hear. Hey, hey Mim, um, you spoke about preseason. It's a unique year, 2022. Um quite quite a unique time you've just finished a season yet you've, you've gone into a new preseason for, for a new season to start how does that impact um uh sort of your, your training into what you know team tactic strategy uh, um positions look like can you give us an insight on on that yeah obviously you don't want to reveal too many secrets um yeah, but yeah, yeah. um but every year you kind of you, you analyze you know what you did wrong and um what you did right and try and um, if, if things aren't working, you got to change them, you know. So um, with the quick turnaround, it has has been a little bit harder. Obviously, we have a longer time to, you know, assess our own performances and the team performances. Um, but I feel like we've got some really good um, goals this year without giving away too much. Um, and, you know, it's, it's all about improving and you can't um, sit on what last year's team had because, you know, yeah. you don't have the same team. You can't play the same way. But um, if we can keep, you know, the, the things that work and, you know, tweak the the things that don't, I think we'll, we'll have a really good season. Nice, nice. Hey, um, I'm in a few new names in the club this year. Um, Gore, Scanlon, uh, Kaufman, Mulholland, Reed. Uh, can you give us any insight on these players? We'd love to know sort of, you know, new faces and and whether they're fantasy relevant for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you want to pick them in your team. Yes, um, yes. Uh, yeah, no, some really um, exciting um, young and and um, and not so young talent. Um, yep. We've got we are we had an amazing draft. Um, you know, we're really we we're so excited to welcome the girls. We've had them down for a few training sessions now, so um, I, I haven't got got to know them too well yet. Um, and while they're still getting into, you know, you can't throw them on the on the track in a full session just yet. They're they're working their way up, so. Um, I'll definitely let you guys know um, how they're tracking towards the, the start of the season. But, but just just quietly, so we, we don't want it. We don't want on the podcast. We just want to know <laughs> under the table so we can pick them and nobody else does. Yeah, I don't want everyone else to know who to pick. <laughs> Right. Um, but no, we've got some um, very exciting young talent, and I yeah, I think there'll definitely there'll be a few that um, you're going to want to put on the, the the fantasy team. Are any of them tracking to play round one? Do you think? Ooh, that's a that's a great question. Um, I think it's 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 too early to tell at the moment, um, but so exciting! Like I feel like with the W space, a lot of people do play their first year, and um, you know it's all about you know putting it putting it out on the track and showing the coaches that you can play. Um, I think they'll give us all all um, whoever was in starting spot last year. I think they'll give us all a, a run for our money, you know, and that, and that's really exciting. You know, the, the best thing is being pushed by, by a teammate. So um, yeah, uh, too early to tell, I'd say, but definitely um, I think it's likely a few of them will get um, in that round one spot. 
And with uh, with Stephanie Kane leaving the club, that opens up a bit of a midfield spot. Um, I, I assume that Bowers and Miller will probably be the, the big two. Uh, do you know who might be taking up that third spot? Uh, I think it was Nikki Gore might have been brought into the club from Adelaide. Uh, I think she's a, a midfielder. Do you know who at this stage is tracking to maybe get some of those? Because the, the CBA's the centre bounce tennis is their gold in fantasy because that's where all the yeah, points are. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, Nikki was an amazing pickup for us and she's tracking um, amazingly on the track. You know, she's um, she's another turbo, really. So, wow. um, yeah, hopefully she'll be um, into that midfield. But the great thing is we have so many uh, diverse players. So really anyone could, could be competing for that um, that spot in there. You know, we have the likes of Gabby going in there last year and I think a few um, wingers can definitely play inside. So it could be um, could be anyone at this stage and I think it's a great competition to see who's going to be, um, you know, backing up some of those those Hayley Millers and um, Kiara Bowers. Yep. And if, like, the obviously, as Bainey mentioned, the, the, the such a unique season, the two seasons are kind of gone back to back quite quickly. Uh, how do you feel, whether yourself personally or you know, your teammates, how have people pulled up and do you think that some people, like it's going to help some people sort of elevate above their teammates or some people going to, and you don't have to name names, but are some people going to maybe struggle with such a back-to-back season? Um, and do you think maybe yeah. it's going to impact people's time on ground this year? Yeah, um, for me personally, I was super excited because less time to get unfit. Um, so um, I've been trying to, you know, tick the legs over. But everyone else has, you know, we're we're someone that pride. We're a team that prides ourselves on being one of the fittest teams, if not the fittest team. So we all know how each other, how much each other work are going to work in preseason. So it's never been a um, too much of a, a big deal about that. It's more about you know getting that rest time in. Um, so we have really amazing, um, really amazing. Um, medical and um, health staff who who have you know been um, planning this program to have us you know peaking at finals because um, the teams that 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 go out too hard too early are definitely going to die out towards the end of the season with that quick turnaround Um, so it's just about managing our loads you know we have GPSs on um, every training making sure we're not doing too much you know um, and recovery is definitely definitely key we you know you know we report on uh, how much we recover you know we get in the ice baths after training whether we're young or old we got to look after the body and um, yeah for me personally um, it's just about taking that that rest time and I feel like I've I've had that the the club really do tell you to get away, you know, um, take some time to yourself before we smash in because um, it's going to be a long time before we get a break again. So yeah. um, the, the staff have been really great about managing our load and managing our time away. Um, as for yeah, the rest of the team, we're I think we're all tracking uh, quite well. Um, I don't know if it affects too many people um, with how many rounds because it is still a short, you know, 10, 10 mm. rounds. Um, yeah. So I think we'll, we'll be good. You know, everyone's looking um, fit and healthy um, yeah. that we do have on the list. So yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause one, one thing that's um, quite important again with fantasy is time on ground. So uh, the players that have the really high time on ground tend to score quite well. Yeah, um, right. And so, you know, if there's anybody that, might sort of be managed a little bit earlier on in the season due to a, the shorter turnarounds. They're the, kind of the players we typically avoid. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I think, um, uh, sorry, with uh, the AFLW, oh, with our team, sorry. Um, I think, you know, looking at last year, there were a few players, depending on who we were playing, that, that may have been rested for, you know, whatever reason, may have been younger, may have had little, little injury. I think what's great with our team, hopefully, 
um, with the way we're tracking, we'll have a full fit list, you know, all ready to go, all ready fighting for a position that we we can chop and change. Probably not great for the fantasy <laughs> fantasy <laughs> side of things, but I think it's really good from a team perspective to have people you can um, chop in and out um, when needed to, you know, get the bodies ready. Nice. Um, in fantasy, we are looking for breakthrough players, you know, players that maybe second, third, fourth year players itself that just take the game to the next level. Uh, one of the great picks of the season just passed was Haley Miller. She was mm-hmm. very well underpriced and she had a really good season. Won your best in Ferris, if I'm not wrong. Um, is there any names on your radar <laughs> that you see taking this leap? Um, I know um, Gabby's been in probably not a second or third year player, but just with her move to the midfield, you've already seen um, yep. what she can do. And if she is um, playing that midfield position again, uh, I definitely think she's someone you want on your list. Look at look at the possession she's yep. racking up. She just bursts through the midfield. Um, Eastie, uh, Dana East, I reckon she's going to be an amazing player in the next um, the next few years. She's she's already got one pre one preseason under her belt, and after a second one, I think she'll she'll um, she'll be coming out of the gate. If not this year, definitely next year. Um, and then Phil Seth, she's been on the list um, a while. She had an unfortunate injury last year. Um, but before that, she was tracking amazingly to have a, a huge season. And I hope she gets um, this full preseason in um, and hits the track really hard. I, I would definitely be putting her on my fantasy list. Yeah, nice. G- Gabby O'Sullivan's a perfect example of the kind of player we loved last season. She, uh, yeah. she started the season forward. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and just kind of sort of rotate a little bit with, um, I mean, to my eye, with Ebony Antonio, a little bit forward, a little bit mid. Um, but when she made that move to the midfield, that's the kind of time that we like to jump on a player because they're priced at, you know, the lower possessions they've been getting in the in the forward line. They make that move to the midfield and they start getting a lot more of the ball. If you jump yeah. on early before they increase in price, that's kind of, and Gabby O'Sullivan was, um, I think, by the end of the year, like top three most players in the comp. So, yeah, yeah that's why we, we like to look out for players that might make that leap in the offseason and might make a move into the midfield or a player like Jessica Lowe, who had an amazing year, uh, last, an amazing season last season. Someone like that who, you know, is a chance to maybe jump out of the blocks. How's she tracking? Yeah, Jess, Jess was an amazing pickup for us. Um, obviously, she was uh, a bit older than, you know, the, the ones, the young ones that, um, we might look at um, but she's been incredible and I don't think her stats sometimes would show how much she's doing for the team probably not great on the fantasy side but the things she does you know that aren't rewarded just the the, the pressure acts and the little things the one percenters that she does um, in defense are amazing and she's got an amazing tank she can run for days so um, she can play you know that wing midfield um, position if, if if that's something she wanted and something that the direction the team would want but at the moment she's playing um incredible defense and um it'll yeah it would yeah. just be you know what what spot she's picked because she can really play anything and um you know if she got a run I think she'd be racking up a lot nice. of possessions yeah nice. well one thing that she was really good at last season was um was her tackles so uh, it's not just possessions that get you a lot of a lot of points in fantasy tackles actually get you more than any kick or handball so yeah. She, uh, she did fluctuate a lot, as you would expect from a first-year player. You know, she had some really low scores and some big scores for how low price she was, um, pun intended. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that maybe if she can spend a bit more time in the middle, she might get a few more of those cuddles in. And Because, I mean, like Kiara Bowers, for example, I know Benny and I, we actually went to a, a Frio Richmond match last season. And um, Kiara had 12 tackles the half time. 
And I think it was, I think it ended up being the highest score by any player for the year. She got like a 150. And she had, what was it, Brandy? Like 20 disposals and 12 tackles. Like it was just unbelievable. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. And neither of us had her as captain. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it ruined oh, our season. Ruined yeah. It really was. I think I, I, think I went uh, Brittany Benici and uh, Benny Monagon. Was it Hatcher? Hatcher. Yeah, yeah. Both amazing. Both amazing captains. Yep. So. Yeah, but they're just, they're just not like... on Bowers' level. It was a rookie yeah. mistake. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just a few more questions, Mim. Just no now worries. speaking from a wider lens uh, beyond Frio itself, can you share with us some of the players you love coming up against? And also from a fantasy lens, if you had a team, which players uh, have you played against in the middle of the park that, that, that you know, just, just rack them up? Oh, yeah. Um, playing against, um, there's some amazing rucks in the competition, young and old. Um, and yeah, just love playing against people who are better than you because you just, you just get better and better. So um, oh, I love uh, Kingy um, from um, North. She's, um, she's amazing around the ground, her hands. It's pretty hard to stop. And then once you can get her in the forward, she just it's very hard to stop her from taking those marks. So she's definitely someone um, I look up to um, around uh, for the, you know, marking contests and um, stuff like that. Um, I think it's uh, Hickey from uh, uh, Brisbane. She's um, She racks up a lot of possessions around the ground, I think, um, is definitely a second effort um, player that I try and be. She's, um, she's another young one, which is... Um, really cool to be competing against her but um, also within our team on your tie um, she's um, you know when she was playing in ruck it was amazing to you know go up against her and play against her but um, now that she's moved you know forward back you can see the way she moves as a tall is definitely someone I look up to and you know being wanting to be that extra midfielder you got to move pretty fast like the little ones so um, on your tie is definitely um Someone I love coming up against, even when it's just just down at our home ground. So, yes, nice. nice. Uh, question I've actually got. Um, we won't take up much more of your time, but uh, no. I know that the the Waffle W, uh, they just had their grand final. Yeah. And so it's going to be an interesting season where there's no reserves competition going. So what's going to happen if if you know and if you can talk about it? Like how is selection going to happen? Like how do players knock down the door and things like that if they don't get picked for round one? Yeah, it is unfortunate with the move of the season that it does mean we don't have that that seconds for people to to go play um, on the the Saturday or whatever when we have a game. But um, you know, I, I have no idea what the waffle are planning to do. Hopefully, um, it will be aligned with us, maybe depending on what happens. But you know, it kind of means that the girls that don't get picked um, will probably have to do another session on the track, a, a running session, or if we can get a couple scratch matches, I don't know, depending on, it might be easier for the, the Melbourne girls, but we really only have Eagles to compete with. I know there was a, there was a game last year where it was um, made up of, you know, some train ons and the girls who weren't picked playing against um, this, the likes of the Eagles team um, who weren't picked and had train ons. So um, I'm not quite sure what the, the plan will be um, in that sense, but, um, you know, hopefully it's it's something because it's not it's not really the same, you know, a running session compared to, you know, that hard hitting game. Um, but, you know, our girls will, will whoever's whoever myself included, whoever's not picked, um, you know, they'll they'll do their whatever they need and, um, you know, get their feedback and try and work on that as best they can without, you know, playing a game. Yep. Yeah, nice. 
Nice, nice. No, fantastic to, to have you on, Mims. Uh, yeah, no uh, I guess I have one last question. Yeah. yeah. If if I pick you this year in my team, <laughs> can, can can you promise me you're gonna get greedy and just like demand oh. the ball from all of your teammates? Or oh, I can't promise anything. I'm 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 definitely a. I feel like we all are very a strong a strong unit team play. That's not um, what we want to hear. Me. I know, I know that's not what you want to hear. <laughs> I, I want you um, I want so... you following Kiara and just scream for the ball and just getting one two, one two, getting as many yeah, marks maybe as I'll can. maybe I'll try and jump on a few of her tackles for you. But oh, that's um... that's a great idea. <laughs> Champions Data do occasionally award more than one player a tackle if they really? feel both players have contributed to the ball not coming out. So there are some some plays in the men's comp. You'll see them like a player will will grab an arm of an opponent, and you can see the yeah. the, the umpire is going to blow the whistle, and the other guy will just run in and dive on him, and you'll get a, a little extra plus four. So that's definitely what we want. Oh uh, yeah, see. I can't promise I'll get greedy, but I can promise um, that I will uh, train with Kiara all season and um, yes. do my best to rack up as many tackles as she does. All right, you've convinced me. Love it, love <laughs> it. Starting with Mimstrom. Love it. All right, well, thanks so much for your time today, Mim. It's been great. No, yeah. thank you so much uh, for having if, me. If you decide you want to make a fantasy team this year, you're welcome yeah. to reach out and we can help you <laughs> maybe pick a few plays and figure out, you know, like kind of a structure and things like that. But um, I would love some uh, help from the experts and you yeah. guys seem to know what's going on. <laughs> well, 17 years will do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple uh, years. But no, it's, it's been really great. So thanks so much, Mim. And yep. uh, happy to have you on again on the podcast anytime. Great. Thank you very thanks. much. Thanks. Wow, how good was that? Yeah, that's amazing, amazing. I mean, wow, the the insight we got from her on uh, on the sort of the preseason change in dates, uh, you know, some names that she threw out oh, it was was so good. What were your thoughts? Oh, mate, I loved it. I I, I wasn't lying. I think I might actually start with Mim now. Yeah, she yep. um, you know, she's just gonna she's gonna follow Kiara everywhere she goes and try and steal <laughs> some extra tackles. Yeah, and yep. like she, you know, she averaged I think around sixty last year, which is quite good for Ruckman. And if yes. she can sneak in a few tackles a game, yep. uh, that's going to pump her up to one of the top Ruckman of the comp. And I was, I was, oh, I hated last season having, starting with, I can't remember who it was, but I started with two basement priced rook, uh, Rucks and yep. one of them got dropped after round one, right? And my my bench Ruck also got dropped after round one. And it was yep. just a, I kind of know some people using utility to, to field an extra midfielder, but um, I think this year, if I can afford it, I I really do just want to go sit and forget. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Great, she was great a good sport. Have, yeah, yeah, she's so cool. <laughs> she's good. Yeah. Uh, great, great to have her on. And yeah, if if um if she becomes the number one rock woman, in the comp that they'll be they'll yes. be amazing. Well, I know? um I, I think I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be following Freya even more now. So yeah. that was great. She was a great sport. Nice, nice. All right, well, uh, I reckon we leave it there, Bainey. What do you think? Yeah, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, yeah, um, and I'll probably catch you around next week. Easy, easy. Right. Thanks, Michael. See you, mate. See you.